Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, as football continues its march to the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus today. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing new offers today. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. That's BetOnline.ag. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe It Always podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Brad Logan. Thank you for joining us today and being part of the Believe It Always podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. A special guest today, and we would like to welcome Jared Redding. Jared's been around the state of Mississippi for a number of years. He's worked uh, at the uh, athletic department at Ole Miss, and now he's a part of Inside the Rebels on the field of 247 Sports. And he joins us today to talk about baseball. It's right around the corner, and Ole Miss has sold a record number of season tickets for the upcoming season at Swayze Field. It's going to be a lot of fun, and Ole Miss returns a ton on offense. And they've got some question marks at pitching, but we'll talk about the lineup, and we'll break all of it down with Jared in just a little bit. The Ole Miss men's basketball team fell uh, on a tough one. Actually gave up a 20, I think it was 20-2 or 22-2 run to the Missouri Tigers after going up 11, ended up falling to Missouri 74-68. to They're now 12 and 13 overall in the season. And it's been a tough sled this year for head coach Charmy Davis. And uh, it's been a tough sled by a number of reasons. Just cannot come out of the gate in the second half. They've been beaten pretty bad in the second half. Early on, anyway, they've always made a nice uh, comeback there at the end. Just can't get over the hump. And it's been a tough road. Uh, the Rebels will face South Carolina and Oxford uh, this Tuesday at 6 p.m. inside the uh, Sandy uh, John and Sandy Black Pavilion. Then they'll go on the road the following Saturday and face Georgia at 12 o'clock 
in uh, Athens, Georgia. So the men's program had a tough go of it. Uh, the Rebels uh, facing Mississippi State on Sunday, and uh, we'll see what happens with the uh, the Rebels as they go on the road and face Mississippi State. They'd already beaten the Bulldogs uh, once this year, hoping to sweep uh, the Bulldogs. The football program, Chris Kiffin, the last time we spoke, uh, was the new defensive line coach, and I think co-defensive coordinator may be wrong on that, but uh, nonetheless, he's headed back to the NFL. They made a nice offer, and I think recruiting, from what we can tell, has come into play with Chris Kiffin. Didn't want to do very much recruiting, so he's headed back to the NFL. Uh, Lane Kiffin has made a couple of hires, or at least will have to make a couple of hires. There's been some some rumors about the special team uh, coordinator position and also have to get another position for that defensive line. As it stands, Ole Miss did very well in the transfer portal, finishing second behind USC, and there could be another couple of positions come open maybe the offensive line could be a position uh, i know there's a lot of scuttlebutt out there about Deion smith who entered the portal from lsu is there a chance he gets in by june uh, you know good chance if it is that'd be a nice addition for this Ole miss football program so it's baseball season getting ready for first pitch as Ole miss will face charleston southern coming up the upcoming weekend we'll hear from jared redding of now inside the rebels and 247 sports right here on the believe in Ole miss podcast a part of the believe podcast network It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for. To give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. 
NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about the slow connection either. Plans start as under as $4 a month. So today, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code BLEAV, that's believe. You can get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So today, be sure, grab that exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to get up to 70 percent off your nordvpn plan plus one additional month for free also remember it's risk-free with nord's 30-day money-back guarantee that's nordvpn.com hi this is brad logan you want to make some money how much you invest in it an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years. I'm talking about ART. Masterworks is a new investing app that lets you invest in blue ship paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up. So today, get priority access with our unique promo. Log on to masterworks.com art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Now joined by Jared Redding, the newest addition to Inside the Rebels, a part of the 247 Sports family. He'll be doing a lot of different things uh, with us over at Inside the Rebels. And Jared, welcome aboard. Thank you, Brad, for having me. Uh, Once again, I'm just really excited just to be in this position um, to be uh, part of a team, you know, with David Johnson, uh, Chris Brooks, our, all our contributors, Tyler Kumas, you. Um, it's just, it's a really an honor just to have my talents recognized by such a great group of people. I, mean, I was taught at a young age to surround myself with good people, and uh, I've done that and be and ultimately do something I love at the end of the day. Yeah, we'll have you on down the road and kind of go back uh, through your high school roots and basically not not high school roots but 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 the games you covered all throughout the, the years on the high school ranks and then also uh, of course your time at Ole Miss uh but there was not a big welcome party for you it's pretty much hit the ground running and one of the first things that you did on top of some basketball coverage is you've been there to see the kind of the opening day for Ole Miss baseball season over 8,000 season tickets have been sold everybody's excited about Ole Miss baseball season oh most definitely um and how could you not be especially uh, last, the uh, last two full seasons that Ole Miss baseballs had, they went at super regional, and ultimately they were a game short in each of those games. Now, granted, we don't know what would have happened in 2020, uh, 2018, having arguably the most talented uh, team in the country and in, in falling up short in the regional. So, uh, the last three full seasons Ole Miss has had, they've won 40 plus games, and that's and I believe the last time that happened in Ole Miss baseball history was. Uh, from 2005, 2007, and for reference, the last time, and you can correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but I believe Lance Lynn was there uh, the last time uh, that's his having Ole Miss baseball. But at the same time, you're in the toughest conference of college baseball. Um, you know, your arch rival just won a national championship uh, in baseball. You know, you have perennial powers like LSU and Florida that are always uh, going to be there in the mix. Arkansas, one that, uh, you know, has had, you know, championship level teams in recent years but you know you look at Ole Miss this year um their roster's loaded um they basically returned pretty much everybody in their offensive lineup uh, every basically consistent starter 
if you will, from a year ago in pitching. Uh, while they did lose some big faces and Gunnar Hoagland and Doug Nikhazy uh, to the draft, you know, you can argue just the amount of depth that they have um, this year. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, who's going to kind of be in that starting rotation. We all kind of know Derek Diamond, a guy who's been a starter consistently last year. Uh, had his ups and downs, but, you know, so far in the preseason, um, and fall ball has just looked like a Friday starter. Um, but, you know, that I feel like that's going to be a thing that a lot of people are going to be looking at, you know, as we enter the season Friday. Yeah, we'll get to the hitters in a moment because Ole Miss returns so much on the offensive side of the ball. I think a lot of people will kind of look at the pitching mound, and I've kind of been of the opinion that Ole Miss may end up having a better pitching performance this year than it did last year. People kind of look at me like I've had – you know, too much to drink, or maybe I've got three eyes. In your opinion, early on, who are some pitchers that, that, that have looked pretty good, and what do you anticipate this starting lineup to be, at least a weekend rotation? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. as far as weekend rotation, it's kind of uh, hard to tell as of right now because as we saw through, you know, preseason and fall ball, you know, Bianco will rarely uh, let one of his pitchers go past five innings um, in a game, and for good reason, just to see what they can do uh, in a small sample size. As I kind of mentioned uh, – Derek Diamond, just looking at that, that guy, uh, you know, last year, uh, you know, safe to say, you know, his some of his struggles in the middle of the season was just kind of a mentality thing where, um, you know, wh- whether it's one hit or one walk early in the game and, you know, things kind of snowball from there. Usually that kind of happens if you're, you know, a top guy like he is, kind of, you know, fourth, fifth inning, sixth inning, when you kind of wear your arm out a little bit. But, you know, that's you saw the, the form they finished last year. So I think he's that kind of guy. Um as far as guys who have gone four plus innings this preseason, I think John Gaddis really steps up, uh, really stands up, stands out. Um, just he, he retired twelve straight batters yesterday, um, and relatively made it look easy in that regard. Um, you know, you talk about uh, some of the guys who uh, had some good velocity leaders this weekend. Brandon Johnson was at the top of the list. Uh, he hit ninety five on the radar gun. So did uh, Braden Jones, uh, who. Uh, pitched today, Mitch Morrell, Riley Maddox. Riley Maddox is the freshman from Jackson Prep, really highly touted one, hit 94. Uh, Drew McDaniel is a guy who started last year uh, preseason. Um, you know, it, had, it it wasn't perfect, but it was enough to really solidify, in my mind, kind of the uh, a role, whether it be a sa- uh, Saturday or Sunday. You know, but that third guy, I feel like it's just kind of there's not really one guy who understands that because it's kind of even across the board, just. And, you know, Mieko touched on it uh, Friday uh, when he talked to the media and other players that there's just – there's some depth uh, on this pitching staff this year. Just the fact that, you know, there's not much of a drop-off in one particular uh, spot. So it's, you know, kind of any guy's game, any given day, uh, what it seems like on the surface. But, you know, and when, you, and you're, when you're pitching staff, you're going up against – got to think about this. You're going up – against probably going to be the best offense in college baseball this year. And I don't mean that lightly. I mean, the numbers speak for itself, and the players speak for itself. If the SEC season started tomorrow, is Jackson Kimball the setup man and Brandon Johnson the closer right now? I would would say so. Um, Once again, you know, because we haven't seen uh, a bigger sample size from a John Gaddis based on how he did uh, yesterday, you can maybe see him in there uh, but we'll see but you know those are the guys that you just mentioned are basically proven guys you know Jackson Kimbrell other than Taylor Broadway was kind of the next you know closer guy 
um, especially as it got late in the season. Brandon Johnson had some excellent performances late last season, and Brandon Johnson had a pretty good outing. Uh, so, so far, Preston's ball and had some kind of in fall ball as well. Looking at the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I'm not sure where you can start, you know, Jared, because so many players come back along with captain Tim Elko. Does the starting lineup look almost identical to last year? Are we going to see some things mixed up in the outfield a little bit? How does the outfield layout right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, with guys who have played the outfield and you haven't really missed a beat last year, it's kind of art, kind of, you know, hard to go against guys who have previously been there, you know, with Kevin Graham uh, being in left field. Uh, TJ McCann is a guy who got a lot more comfortable in center field as the season got on. And even, you know, throughout the offseason, Hayden, Hayden Leatherwood in back. You could also insert uh, uh, Kim Alderman or the newcomer John Kramer uh, in there as well. Both guys stood out at the plate as well. But, you know, Hayden Leatherwood, he, you know, his, what he's done in, uh, and preseason ball this year kind of speaks for itself already. So it's going to be interesting to see how that mix is up. You know, you can see, you know, different guys just in this one weekend alone coming up with Charleston Southern and not to mention the midweek games. Um, but, you know, there's some versatility out there. Um, but I think on the surface, I don't know how you could argue against the guys uh, who are there. And if it's not broke, don't fix it as of right now. And the, the interesting part about this is the team could actually be better now that Tim Elko is not in the designated hitter role. You maybe have one of those younger players that maybe get hot down the stretch that can, can solidify that DH role. Tim Elko at first, of course, second base, Peyton Chatnier, so, uh, shortstop Jacob Gonzalez, and then third base, Justin Bench. I think you could probably play T.J. McCants there maybe at third. I don't, depends on if Justin Bench solidifies that. The catcher, of course, Hayden Dunhurst. You talked about the outfield just a moment ago. Out of some of the players that played on the Blue squad, for example, Garrett Wood, the shortstop, Reagan Buford, third base, right field, we talked about John Kramer, center fielder uh, Banks Tolley. Who are some players that have kind of taken a big step up? We talk also about the, the youngster from New Jersey, Tywan Malone, that also doubles as a football player, is expected to play across that defensive front for uh, head coach uh, Lane Kiffin. Who are some players, in your opinion, that might be stepping up uh, come important time during the season? I think out of those players you mentioned, you mentioned a lot of newcomers there. When you talk to, you know, Bianco, you talk to guys like PJ McCants, guys like Jacob Gonzalez, uh, real proven guys, upcoming sophomores. All of them mentioned one guy, and that's Reagan Burford. Um, Reagan Burford is, I think, you know, could start, could possibly start in the SEC right now and really contribute. And I don't, I mean that lightly. Just he's just athletic. He's got he's got he's got the upside. You know, of course, he's not at his full potential yet. Uh, but just the raw talent there just speaks for itself. Um, you know, Taiwan Malone is a guy who, you know, he, he played a lot of first base, uh, you know, these past three preseason games. Um, probably the biggest or probably the most athletic big guy I've ever seen. You know, I asked Bianco Friday. Um, this, he's coached a lot of dual sport athletes through the years. You talk about uh, Sinquez Golson, uh, John Rice Plumley, or Jerry and Ely, all football players, but all – all were skill position players. And here's Tywin Malone, who's your backup defensive defensive lineman uh, playing Ole Miss football and just moving like, you know, a guy, uh, like a pinch runner. And he's just – he's quick, he's explosive, has a lot of pop off the bat. Um, he's played a, a lot of the infield right now, but it's interesting to see elsewhere. He could possibly be a guy you can also consider as a designated hidden role. Um, you know, Kemp Alderman, 
like I said, you know, he played some outfield last year. Uh, there were there were times where we saw him in the infield, especially fall ball. I think that was more of an experiment. Uh, more often than not, uh, you see that there. Banks Tolly uh, played had a lot of action in the center field spot, especially in the uh, Friday game, and he also made some good plays out in the outfield as well. Um, but then again, you know, those are the guys who. You know, we haven't seen an Ole Miss uniform yet, and they're stacked against guys we've seen quite a bit in Ole Miss uniform. More often than that, stand out. But you know, Bianco said it himself Friday. Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot to you know find a spot in this offense just because of the sheer firepower on it. You know, Jared, you've covered this program whether in official capacity or, or, or a number of other outlets that you've covered, whether it be in school or out of school, what have you. You've been around the program a lot. My Bianco going on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Twenty first season. Is that right? Uh, I know his first year was maybe one. When he uh, was hired, I was one year old. So, yeah, so since 2000. And you look at the, what he's done in the program, you know, the, the trip that he made to Omaha, but it's only been one time. How important, number one, is this season for Mike Bianco and his future? Of course, what happened with last year and interviewing with the LSU job that, that was open. And secondly, how important is it for Ole Miss to, to make sure that it tries to solidify the state of Mississippi when you talked about it earlier, right down the road, your rival just won the national championship. Yeah, I think there's, you know, if you talk to any of the players, you know, they're going to say that it's just another season, it's just another opponent, or just another game, or Bianco likes to say a whole lot, business as usual. But I think from an outsider's perspective, you know, the baseball program, the past three or really full seasons, even counting the 2020 season, which in ultimately ended up getting canceled that it, it, it's just an Omaha or bust mentality. You know, they, they made it to an excellent run. And in 2014, you know, they had, I think a lot of it really started uh, with the recruiting class, uh, the 2016 recruiting class baseball, the guys that featured Greg Kessinger, Thomas Dillard, uh, Cole Zabowski, Ryan Rollison. Um, you know, all of them are going to be stars in the major leagues one day. Um, they were part of the reason why that 2018 team was so dangerous and just so probably the most complete team that Ole Miss has had uh, within the past four years. So Bianco's put up some excellent, excellent recruiting class. Not to mention Kevin Graham a year later, who was pretty much you know a go-to guy from day one in the 2019 season, 2020 season. We didn't really get to see a whole lot of that freshman class just because you know we never saw what happened because the season got canceled. And this past year. You know, I, I said it in my piece that, that I wrote this morning. The first home run of last season was not by veterans like uh, a Tim Elko or Kevin Graham. It was by a true freshman named Jacob Gonzalez. Um, and so he's gotten freshmen that could play right away. And guys that, you know, ha- are really very well developed just going in. Uh, not to mention the development on Ole Miss on top of that. But just the, the talent you know, backs up an Omaha expectation every year, and rightfully so. But at the same time, you know, you got to look at the past four years and just what had happened during that time. You know, Tennessee Tech, granted Tennessee Tech was, you know, just a bad matchup for Ole Miss because Tennessee Tech's offensive firepower is probably one of the best in a in a tournament area that I've ever seen. I mean, all those guys on the roster had 15 home runs. Everybody in the lineup. Um, and then the next year, you just dropped the Arkansas, who, granted, w- was probably the better team when it was all said and done, and team that was literally catching one pop-up away from winning a national championship. Um, and then just this past year, you have Mississippi State right on the ropes in the regular season, 
and then just one inning goes bad, and then all of a sudden you're inferior Mississippi State, and they improved it later when Mississippi State won a national championship, and, and Ole Miss was a game short yet again from Arizona. And I think expectations are through the roof. Uh, I think as far as Bianco's future, he's proven that he can bring some really good players to Ole Miss, and he can develop some pitching. You know, you look at some of the guys, the pitchers that he's had and all the major leaguers that he's coached. He can do that. Sometimes you just got to have that little bit extra something uh, to go to Omaha. You know, whether it be extra guts, extra whatever, um, you know, you you got to get that. And, you know, Ole Miss has had that, just hasn't been able to, to finish the job. So I, so I think uh, he's going to be here as long as, is you know he possibly can, and I think you know Keith Carter really believes in him, and I think the entire fan base believes in him. But yet then again, there's just the added tension of your arch rival in a national championship, and they're their first ever in a, in a sport, you know that's probably among the Ole Miss State rivalries by far the most fierce. He's Jared Redding, one of the newest additions to Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of Two Four Seven Sports, has been uh, at the front of this baseball program. Uh, for a number of years this year he'll be very close to it and we look forward to having him on the program be sure to follow him on twitter that's at jared e redding and uh, once again welcome aboard jared thanks very much for joining us on the believe in Ole Miss podcast thank you for having me brad looking forward to being here soon and thanks very much for jared redding for joining the show be sure and welcome him he's the newest addition to inside the rebels an affiliate of 247 sports and follow him on twitter that's at at jared e redding and uh, you'll be sure and follow all of his content on Inside the Rebels as well. He's going to be wearing a lot of hats over at the 247 Sports Affiliate. Also, uh, excited about things to come with the podcast. Be on the lookout. Uh, we've got some important announcement coming up over the next couple of months. Excited uh, for what's to come. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend. We appreciate you guys being part of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Remember, Bet Online, one of our presenting sponsors, is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait. Take the advantage of all the amazing new offers available today. That's Bet Online, where the game starts at betonline.ag. Thanks once again, and be sure, thanks again, tell a friend about the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. been listening to the believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host Brad Logan download the show on Apple podcasts Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts please subscribe rate and leave a review online be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E and at believe podcasts as well as Facebook Brad Logan media from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field it's all Ole Miss all the time This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.